Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Welcome to Wednesday night in the upper room. So glad you could tune in, and I'm glad to be here with you tonight. So glad to see what God's doing on the earth today. There's so much going on, and but I'm, I'm so glad we're uh, part of the body of Christ and the kingdom of God, that we don't have to be afraid. I want to talk to you tonight because uh, there is a lot of trouble in the world. I mean, my goodness, if I, as an American and as a Christian even, I haven't seen what we've seen going on in the world today in our nation and around the world. And uh, we need to be careful that we not be overcome and with all the stuff that's going on and, and give up and quit. That's not, that's not our uh, portion. Our portion is to be strong in the Lord and empower his might. You know, Jesus even warns us, I think I've used this before. I know I've talked about it before in other circles, but in Matthew 24, he says, take heed to yourselves that no, take heed that no one deceives you. How many of you know there's great deception in the world today? Uh, I heard, I just heard a preacher I really appreciate on Sunday uh, saying, hey, don't, don't get your information and what you call, they call truth from uh, the media or, or other outlets. Get it right in this Bible right here, especially about the end time things or what is happening today. But he, Jesus went on to say, many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will uh, deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Now here's what he says, see that you are not troubled. Hallelujah. How many of you know we're not to be troubled in this day? And if you're filled with the wrong things in your mind and your heart and your thoughts, you can be troubled. There's another place he said in Luke 21, 26, he said, and in the times of when it see these things come to pass, men's hearts will fail due to fear. And we're not to fear. We haven't been given a spirit of fear, but we're to, we're to have our hearts must be established in the things of God and in the word of God in order to overcome all these things that are coming on the earth today. So we shouldn't be troubled, but we ought to be established. Now, the title of the message tonight is The Established Heart. Over in, in Psalm 112, uh, verse 1, it says, Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Oh my goodness, there needs to be a fear of the Lord in our day, in this day and hour, even in the church. Not fear like, oh, he's going to come and get us. No, Fear awesome reverence of who he is and, and thanking him and worshiping for who he is and what he has done through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And it, it says in the Amplified, it says fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God. Do you want to be favored by God? <laughs> you want to be favored by God? Fear God. And it goes on to say, is the man who fears the Lord with awe-inspired reverence and worship him with obedience. Wow. Fear the Lord. You'll be prosperous in all that you do. You'll have favor wherever you go. You can even begin to proclaim that over yourself. You ever proclaim favor over yourself rather than say nothing ever good happens to me? Do you go, how about getting up every day and say, Lord, I thank you for the favor of God that's on my life and, and to cause me to prosper. And, and wherever I go, good things are going to happen to me today. You know, that's so much greater than saying, oh, I don't know what's going to happen today. You know, getting all down in the mouth. Listen, we need to cooperate with what God says. And it goes on to say, who delights greatly in his commandments. You know what his commandments? It's his word. It delights greatly in his word. 
How many of you know uh, in verse 6, it goes on to say, in uh, and, and, and Psalm 112, it says this, Surely he will never be shaken. Never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. You know, there's so much evil going on around us today. You can't get away from it, but you can be uh, delivered from it and where you stay. It, the person that delights in the things of the Lord and delights in his word and keeps their heart will not be shaken in the time of distress and anguish that's all around us. It goes on to say, he will not be afraid of evil tidings, nor fear bad news. You know, people, there are a lot of people, and you may, I don't know, I hope you're not one of them, but just worry about what could be bad news, you know? Uh, any time, and, and you got to be careful because there's that stuff's all around us. That's what the enemy always wants to do is bad news. What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen, but nothing ever good's been happening. No, we're going to the hell in a handbasket. No, we're not. We're going to heaven <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Amen. But it goes on to say, say his heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord, trusting in the Lord in the midst of all that's going on today. Jesus said, don't be troubled. This man said, this Psalm said, the Psalmist David's saying, the man who delights in the Lord's word, puts his faith and trust in the Lord, will not be shaken. It says, steadfast, trusting in the Lord, his heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. Listen, this man here that he's talking about could be us. Not to be moved not to be moved off of uh, faith. Paul said when he went through all the kinds of different things that he had to go through in this life, he said, none of these things move me. How many of you like to be like Paul, the apostle, and not have things move us? You know, it seems like some Christians are like this, up one day, down the next, up one day and down the next. You know, most of that comes from what they're, what they're hearing and what they're saying for themselves. How about if we just get secure in the word of God and know that he, and, and put our trust in him, then we can have confidence in, in him and trust in him when all kinds of hell is breaking around us. Amen? Amen. A person's heart who is steadfast and full of the word of God will have what God says we can have. And the one, number one thing you can have is you can have peace peace that passes understanding, but you must know the word. And, and Paul said in, in Colossians 3.16, let the word of God dwell in you richly. In other words, richly, not just once in a while, not just a part-time Christian, not just one that goes to church. And like one pastor said, uh, 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 what did the preacher preach today? I don't know, but it was good, you know? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You need to know what the, what the Word of God says, and you need to be going somewhere. Of course, I'm speaking to the choir probably here, but if you're tuning in, you don't have a good church, not preaching the Word of God, you need to get in one. Preach the Word of faith and the full gospel, amen? We're not one to draw back and be religious. That's what the devil wants us to do. But when the Word's dwelling in us richly, Satan cannot Say this with me, Satan cannot defeat me. Isn't that right? He can't defeat you when the word of God has is, is filled your heart. Uh, when you have no word, listen to me, no word in your heart, you're no match for the enemy. He's already got you. We're no well, I'm a Christian, yeah, but what, what's the word of God? Have you got it in your heart and where else? 
in your mouth. You know, in, in, in the book of Revelation 12, 11, it says, it says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. In other words, what Jesus has already accomplished and the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto themselves. In other words, they had the word of God in their heart. They knew what Jesus had already done and they confessed it over their situation. So how, you know, this is the important thing. When, uh, when the word of God dwells richly and your heart is fixed, you cannot be defeated and you won't quit. Amen. Well, how do you get to that place? How do you get to a heart that's fixed and established and, and doesn't fear or worry or have anxiety over and depressed? Even, you know, a lot of people are in depression today. You know, they say that America is the most medicated nation in the world for depression. Now, I don't know. I just, that's what I've heard. But, but we shouldn't have to do that. We shouldn't have to be depressed or worried because we're, first of all, we're commanded not to. But how do we get to the point of, of where we've got the word of God in our heart richly? Well, we go back to some Old Testament uh, uh, passages that you're probably very familiar with. I'm, I'm not here to tell you anything new. I'm here to remind you of what you probably already know or what the Bible already says and to stir you up. Like I mentioned last week when Peter said, as long as I'm in this tent or in this body, I'm going to stir up you up to the things that God has provided. Amen. And that's what I'm to do. Because why? I'm usually speaking to myself just as much or more than you, to you. Amen. In Joshua 1.8. Now we find in Joshua, uh, the book of Joshua, Moses has just died. I love the, what it says, uh, God speaking in the first part of that. He says, my servant Moses is dead. I heard one man say, and I, I tend to agree. When, he, when you die, don't have a big sermon. Just say, my servant, so-and-so is dead. You could just say, uh, my servant, Pastor Mike, is dead. That'd be fine with me, you know? Put it, on my, put it on my tombstone if you want. This was my servant. That's what you want to hear, servant. Of, but he was dead, and, and Joshua was about ready to take over this ragtag bunch of people that were out going, going to the promised land. And it says this in, in, in verse 8, Moses, like I said, has died. And Joshua is taking over. And it says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. In other words, it's, it'll be in your mouth. It's not going to leave your mouth. It's not going to depart and go somewhere else and you're not speaking the word. He wants you to speak the word of God. That's why he's saying that. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, say then, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Hallelujah. You want to have good success? You want to be prosperous in life? You need to have the book of uh, uh, the word of the Lord. Amen. In your heart and in your mouth. And you want to do well? He's telling Joshua, hey, Josh, you want to hear well done, thou good and faithful servant? Hallelujah. Well, you got to know the word. You want to be successful and prosperous? You got to meditate this word. You'd be in the word day and night. And he would tell us that today. Now, what's meditation? Meditate, meditating is thinking deeply or carefully and, and, and focus all the time. Having it focus one's mind. That's what uh, uh, the dictionary would even say. To ponder, to run over and over in your mind. It becomes real to you. Where it it's become, uh, becomes real to you. You know, listen, it's hard to give away something you really don't th uh, uh, 
have a, a mind for. If you, if you say, well, I'm a Christian and I believe in God, but if you're excited about it, if it's, it's something real to you, you can, you can give that away in a better way and it'll be received much better than somebody that's trying to go through the, the motions. Amen. And, and richly dwell in your heart. That's what the word is. Not just going to church, not just having a little time of reading. Well, you may say, I can't meditate on something day and night. Listen, we're meditating all the time, whether we think we're thinking on things all the time. Now you can be thinking about what God says in his word, or you can be thinking about what the world or the enemy says. And listen, this is a determining factor of what you're going to receive. You want to be successful? You got to have God's word in your mouth, in your heart, and in your mouth. That's what? The word of God. That's what puts us over. That's what makes us successful. So well, if you want to be successful and not uh, worry and have anxiety and fear, you know, that's the devil's way. The devil is want, wanting to you get to a point where you're so overflowed with things of the world that it comes out of your mouth. In fact, Jesus said, out of the abundance of your heart over in Matthew 12, the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. Well, when you begin to speak in cooperation with what the enemy says, guess what? You've just allowed him access to your life. When you take this word and say, okay, I'm going through a hard place, but here's what the word of God says about it. And I speak it out in Jesus name. Amen. You begin to take authority over your thoughts and begin to pull down uh, vain thoughts and imaginations and begin to speak what the word says. That's why it's important to have the word in your heart. So when problems come, what's the Holy Spirit says, I'll lead and guide you in all truth, show you things to come, and, and he'll bring things to your remembrance right away because you put something in. Amen? So we have to do it on a how much of a basis all the time, meditate day and night, thinking about the things of God when you're driving in your car, when you're at home. Yeah, we have... He knows we have things to do that we're not going to be able to sit down. Well, I didn't get nothing done today because I just sat and read the Bible all day. No, he knows better than that. But you can still think on the word of God. Let it dwell in your heart. Lord, I thank you and praise you. That I just love you and thank you that you made a way where there seems to be no way. And that greater is he that's in me. You can begin to speak to yourself. Amen? Amen. So anyway, in, in, in Philippians 4, uh, 19, it says this. Maybe you need... Uh, 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 something in your life. Well, it says right here, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. The devil would say, no, you can't have that. You're not going to make it. You're not, uh, you're not going to have enough. Well, that's his access to your life. But what, you're, what are you going to meditate? Are you going to meditate, my God shall supply all my need? Now, listen, sometimes when you don't receive it right away, you think, well, that didn't work. Well, you got to watch your mouth. You got to say in faith and say, no, this is what he said. I'm believing it, even, even though it hasn't come to pass yet. Amen? Amen. So it's important that we do that. So what do you need tonight? Whatever you need tonight, begin to find the scripture, find a promise that God's already said it, and begin to meditate on that so it'll come out of your mouth. Rather than saying, that's not going to happen. That's not going to change. You, ever, you know, we have to be careful what we say. Put a guard over your mouth. Put a big piece of uh, duct tape, <laughs> duct tape your mouth with it and say, I'm not going to speak unless it's something God would have me to say. Amen. It's pretty hard for most of us though, right? Now, another scripture that is very, very important is Psalm 1. Now, I'm probably going to talk about this for a couple weeks, 
and because it's really important. There's so much you, we can talk about. But blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. How many of you know there, the, there's counsel all around us today? And it's the news media. It's, it's woke, this woke generation that we live in. This council culture always building things up. But we're not to walk in that council or nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But our delight, our delight is in the law of the Lord. The, the word of the Lord. That's where our delight should be. Lord, I hear all this stuff going on, but I'm so happy I have the word of God in my heart. And I thank you that it can come out of my mouth and begin to uh, uh, develop things in my life. And in his law or his word, he meditates uh, day and night. And then the, what's the results? It goes on to say, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. How many of you know you ever been down by the river and it can be dry a lot right now, lawns are drying up and and things, but you're down by the river. Those trees are just as green. They got those roots down deep into the water there and, and, and the banks of the water, and they always getting fed. It said that it says, you're, you're, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, whose leaf shall also shall not wither, and whatever he does, or they do, we do, shall prosper. That's the way we want to be. We want to be prospering in life, amen? Man, that man is not moved, <laughs> not moved by what's going on, not moved by troubles and, and all the things that, that are coming to pass in our world today, but we're established. Our roots are deep, amen, in the word of God. So that's important. Now, Proverbs 4.20 says this. I think I read this last week, but it says, my son, give attention to my words. What's the whole theme here? It's establishing our hearts. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from what? Your eyes. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Stay in the word of God. Get the word of God. I know it's not always easy. Your flesh wants to do other things all the time. But if you make a point to do what, what the words, uh, uh, make a declaration to yourself. I'm going to be in the word. I'm going to study the word. I'm going to memorize the word. And it goes on to say, keep them in the midst of your heart that word, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. All their flesh, amen? See, uh, here's what it says in verse 24. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. That's one. The NIV says this, above all else, <laughs> that means above everything else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Do you know that? Why are some people more successful than others? Well, it's usually what they know and what they, what they say about themselves. Uh, John Maxwell writes a book of uh, uh, the, the Difference Maker. You know, the Difference Maker a lot of times can be your attitude about life. You know, some people go around saying nothing ever good happens. Other people go around and say, hey, everywhere I go, good things are going to happen to me. I'm, I have confidence. Well, we can have confidence in God's word when it's in our heart. Amen. Another the in, uh, uh, New Living Test, uh, Testament says this, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. In the Message Bible, it says this, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Wow. I mean, this should be elementary, but you know what? We forget this stuff. I forget this stuff. 
Guard your heart, Mike. Watch what you're saying. Say the right thing. Say what God says. You want to be, I want to be successful, and I know you do too. And over in Luke 4, 3 and 4, it says, The devil said to Jesus, If you are the Son of God. Now listen to this. The, command this stone to become bread. Now you know how Jesus operated. He had the word of God in his heart. He didn't have to go, oh, let me think. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, let me see. Uh, where, you know, He went right to what Jesus answered him saying. It is written. The word of God says this, Satan. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word of God. Wow. If we're... It's nice to have something good to eat, you know. Uh, maybe you went to Monocles today. Maybe it was really good. But that isn't what we live by. We live by the word of God. Amen? Amen. And, and so what did he do when he was tempted? What did he do when Satan came to him? He said he, he didn't have to search for it. He didn't have to go look for it. He knew what the word says. And he defeated the enemy. He ran him off when he was tempted by the word of God, we can do the same thing. Amen? Amen. Now, I told you out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth's going to speak. Well, another scripture, a go-to scripture was one of mine, as David Gulford preached on it Sunday. If you didn't hear that, go online and pick that up. It's on, uh, it was called Peace and Prayer, and uh, it's Philippians 4, uh, 4, 6, and 7. And, and I'll tell you what, you Here's one of the keys in, in 4.4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. You know what? <laughs> it's important to rejoice. Not If you want to go through, listen, old, the old saying is when you're going through hell, don't stop. How do you go through? You go do, through rejoicing or moaning and groaning and complaining like they did out in the wilderness. Amen. We want to go on to what God has for us. So you just rejoice. Lord, I, I know I'm going through a hard place, but I'm rejoicing that you made a way to where there seems to be no way. And I'm just going through. Amen. Amen. But it says, be anxious or worrisome or uh, fear, uh, no fear for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, you let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts. What's it going to guard? Your heart. Your heart. That's what it guards. Peace will come to your heart. Well, peace won't come to your heart if you don't know the word of God, if you don't know God's for you, if you don't do, do what he asks you to do. And, and it goes on to say, and minds through Christ Jesus. How many of you want your heart and minds guarded tonight? Get in the word of God. Just read the scriptures I gave you tonight. This, this is nothing earth-shaking. It's not a new revelation, but it could be, it might be to some, but to others, it's something we've already known. Just begin to do those things. Uh, what was it? Paul said, and it goes on in Philippians uh, uh, 4 there, he, after he tells us how to keep the peace, and of course, he tells us to think on these things, which are godly things, which are good things. The things you've seen and learned of me, just do them. Just do them. If you just do what, what scripture says, well, you don't, well, I didn't feel it, nothing. No, you don't have to feel it. Just do it. Amen. I'm sure Paul didn't always feel like something when he was going through trouble after trouble after trouble, but he didn't stop. He just kept speaking the word of God. And he tells us in scripture today, those letters that he wrote, he was telling us how to live, how to overcome in every situation. Amen. Amen. One of the most important things though, is know the word. 
the word will drive back the enemy. Praise him, worship him, magnify him, and speak the word of God over your life. It will cause your heart to be fixed. It will cause your heart to be established. We want to be strong and successful and prosperous in all that we do. And you can be and we will be. This is a church age. This is We've been born for such a time as this. We don't want to miss our opportunity just skating by, just barely getting by in this life. We want to, we want to get to the point where it's all said and done. We've done exactly what God called us to do. We'll be, and, and, and when we get there, well done. <laughs> That's a good sign, isn't it? Amen. Well, let's pray before we get off here. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you so much that uh, you sent your word and, and healed us and delivered us from our destructions. Jesus was a word made flesh and dwelled among us. And we're to know that word. That word will put us over. It will cause our heart to be fixed. It will cause uh, peace to come to our heart and joy to our, our, our minds. And we just thank you tonight for everyone in the sound of my voice will begin to rejoice in the God of their salvation. Get in the word of God and let it come out of their mouth and begin to walk in the fullness of God's called them to call, uh, walk in. So we give you all the praise for that tonight in Jesus' precious name. That name that's above every name. Amen and amen. Well, it's been good to be here tonight. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.